Welcome to You Don't Say. Listen to real English conversation as we talk about life around the world, cultural differences, and things that have surprised us on our travels. Now here's your hosts, Abigail and Audrey. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 25 of podcast You Don't Say and this one is a funny name. It's called Abby and Audrey and why are we talking about Abby and Audrey today? Well, you know, that's us and we thought we might like to share a little bit more about ourselves um, and particularly our cultural backgrounds today which we've got a lot of diversity going on, keep it interesting. So, so that's what we're talking about today. Um, so, yeah, anything you want to say now, Abby, before we get started? Uh, no, no, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, it's funny because maybe you don't know this, but we have actually never met in person. We both grew up in different countries <laughs> and around the world. And over time we get we learn more about each other. So um, there may be things that we say today that maybe we don't even know about each other yet. So let's see. So well, what do I know about you, Abby? I know that you grew up, where did you grow up all the whole time in Manchester? Manchester, or? yeah. Born and bred in Manchester? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. But you are born to Jamaican parents. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my mum and dad, like they moved to the UK when they were quite young. So my mum was, let me get this right, my mum was... 10 years old and my dad was 14 when I moved here yeah okay and um have you spoken much about that with them like how it was when they first arrived yeah my mum my mum arrived in the winter unfortunately for her Mm. and she always tells me just like how cold it was like (laughs) it was just ridiculously cold um and how um I mean even now she still finds the UK a little bit too cold (laughs) Mm. do you think do you think they think of they think of the UK as home no they don't ever think oh like I'd like to go and retire in Jamaica no definitely they've been here for so long now like most of well, quite a large amount of our family are here um yeah this is home this is definitely home yeah okay so Funnily enough, yeah, my mother has a has a similar story of being a, a migrant, let's say, and um, they her her father actually um, was when he was nineteen, he uh, went to Australia with his family, and um, absolutely loved it, but his parents didn't. And I think it was only they lasted one year in Australia and they went back to Amsterdam. So they're from from Holland. And the biggest thing that my great-grandfather missed was the pubs. (laughs) The The pub life with his friends in Amsterdam drinking. I don't know, probably going to Australia in the 1950s. It was pretty difficult. Like Europe, it wasn't really European lifestyle. Yeah. So it was a big shock. But it did remain in my grandfather's um, memory and that he loved Australia. And actually he ended up coming back with three children, one of them being my mother, when my mother was 12 years old. So, so they migrated to Australia. Um, I guess 
in those days it was about making a better life, mm-hmm. no? So I, yeah. I guess the same for your parents, yeah? Yeah. So my mum didn't speak any English at all wow. and was thrown into school and um, she said the only thing that she could understand was mathematics because, <laughs> of course, <laughs> it was numbers. And she said, luckily, there was a girl in the class who was also Dutch and she would explain things to her and slowly, um, you know, she'd understand, start to understand things. So, yeah, she said it was pretty, pretty intense. But, I mean, you know, now she's been living in Australia for, for many years. I mean, she's, she's Australian. She doesn't have a Dutch passport even anymore. Wow. So, um, so, yeah, so I, I grew up with my mum being from, from Holland um, and I grew up with my grandparents um, speaking Dutch a lot in the house and um but my mother married my father of course <laughs> who is um australian of let's say third generation a mixed background of it's kind of complicated but my great grandmothers were both irish and then on my father my great grandfather's side english scottish so really like a mix but in if you don't know much about australia australia is a like for the listeners, it's a mix of um, many, many cultures because many people migrated there to start mm-hmm. a new life. And so there you get, you get everybody in Australia. <laughs> so that's why also my family is a combination of everything. And so many people say to me, so did you learn Dutch when you were a child? And unfortunately not. So, oh. but I did learn a few tasty dishes from my grandmother and one of my favorite things are pancakes dutch pancakes and they're very similar to french crepes but we do call them pancakes they're a little bit thicker mm-hmm. um and we sprinkle lots of chocolate sprinkles on top and oh, with butter sprinkles with butter as well oh, oh wow <laughs> sounds delicious so what about you is there some jamaican traditional food that you kind of learn to love from your parents um so yeah like so my all my grandparents um live or lived in Manchester um and so growing up we did eat quite a lot of Jamaican food um and I still love it now um trying to think for example for so Sunday dinner in the UK most people would have like a roast beef roast chicken you know roast potatoes um vegetables so the Sunday roast Whereas in our house, <laughs> most of the time in the past, we would have like um, some of the national Jamaican dishes, for example, rice and peas. So um, it would be, for example, like rice cooked with herbs, coconut milk, and maybe kidney beans, which we call peas, all the beans are peas. <laughs> um, mm. We'd have um, maybe ackee and saltfish, which um, saltfish is like dried cod, which you have to then soak and ackee um is this vegetable that um and you won't find it in the uk um it's quite expensive it's yellow really nice and you cook them together with um herbs and spices so we'd have maybe something like that or just chicken um so lots of jamaican dishes on the table yeah. um yeah so did you have like ever like a moment where you said mom can't we have like a sunday roast like my friends the sunday roast would happen it would happen sometimes but because we didn't have sunday roast every sunday when it happened it was really exciting (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so we mm. we appreciate it more than our friends. Yeah. <laughs> and that's cool. Yeah. Um our Sunday kind of lunch was similar to a Sunday roast, but the big difference was um apple sauce. Mm. So when we have with pork, it was like apple sauce all the time. Apple sauce, I think, was called in my in my bad Dutch. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the big, big thing was the apple tart, which was like really big and thick and full of apples and this wonderful pastry full of butter oh. and cinnamon. Really good. Yeah. So I feel hungry awesome. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want a piece. I actually found it so was so important part of growing up that I actually made my mom, I documented the recipe that my grandmother made and so mm. we have it like archived oh. this is the recipe the family recipe for the apple tart so yeah I should probably cook it a bit more so I can remember it and pass it on to my children as well mm. so but it is very good yeah <laughs> so what about Jamaican desserts are they good yeah they are <laughs> <laughs> um for example, I'm trying to think now. One that my dad always makes a lot and people might go, oh, that sounds horrible, is called sweet potato pudding. Mm. Um, so how well, they call it? It's sweet. <laughs> it's sweet potato and it's cooked with um, like grated coconut, um, polentas in there, um, dried fruits, and you, you mix it up and stick it in the oven and it bakes. And I guess like the textures... Um, the most similar texture would be like the pumpkin pie filling mm, a little bit yeah. Um, yeah. thicker than that or yeah, firmer than that. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's always a good one. And when wow. it bakes in the oven, it caramelizes around the edge. So we like the edge the best. And my dad will make mm. like a tin of it. And it's like Friday night makes the tin, Saturday night, the tins is empty. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds wonderful actually. Wow. Yeah. So mm. Okay. So cooking, cooking with Abby, we'll have to, do some Jamaican cooking sessions. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And um, so, yeah, so, of course, so I started off, like, you know, from a, you know, diverse family in the sense of one father being, you know, British-Australian, my, my, my mother being Dutch. But, I mean, of course, I grew up, you know, with an identity of myself as being Australian. Um, but we always had um, a fun family because then my aunt, my mom's sister, she got married to a man from Uruguay. And so that was really cool because we had South American culture coming in and um, his mother was a fantastic cook and oh, we just cooked the best things. <laughs> so it was really like, again, different, different food came in. And so I've got like wonderful cousins with like really cool crazy hair really like afro kind of hair and dark skin so you, you can oh. when you see us all cousins together we're like really <laughs> different <laughs> and then my uncle actually just a you know not as not as exotic but also married someone from New Zealand then my brother married um a girl with indigenous Australian background so like she's half um, Aboriginal, Australian Aboriginal, but also half from the Torres Strait Islands, which is some small islands above Australia. So, and then just to top it off, well, I decided to marry an Italian. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're 
I love multiculturalism. <laughs> so we just gotta gotta keep it keep it exciting in our family. So who knows what's gonna happen next? We and then of course, you know, we live in Spain, so I don't know, maybe one day we'll have some Spanish kids in the family. Wow. So <laughs> multicultural. I love I love families like that. Yeah. yeah. Always reminds me of like my boyfriend's family. I like my family as well. I've known yeah. them for years now. So his sister, one of his brothers, he has two brothers. One of his brothers is married to a Thai lady. Um, mm. so it's, and, and they live in Manchester. Um, yeah. So kind of have the little bit of Thai culture coming in. And then his other brother is married to a lady from the Philippines who has um, Portuguese background as well. Um, so, yeah. So I just, I love like families where there's just a mix of different people because you can just learn so much from each other. Yeah, no, exactly. Just keeps it maybe a little bit, a bit more interesting. I mean, of course, if you grow up in a, in a culture which is just one way, I mean, you probably don't, don't think about it. But, mm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe somewhere deep down if you're exposed to different cultures from the beginning, it helps be more accepting maybe in the long term maybe makes you more curious to travel yeah also my grandfather was a big traveler so he he used to show me slideshows of his trips to china and japan um, that he did in the 60s so yeah i always had kind of somebody pushing this cultures and travel and different different things and i think having european um, origins yeah as an Australian you want to go back to Europe and mm. see what's Europe all about so yeah so who do you think was a big influence for you to learn languages and travel um my dad's mom my grandma so yeah. she actually I think she moved so if I'm correct she moved to Cuba when she was 16 and she lived there for quite a few years and um, like working and obviously she learned Spanish so I just remember like when I started to learn Spanish um my my grandma found out and, and she'd start to like say things to me in Spanish like she'd ask me to get her some water and she'd ask me in Spanish and um, yeah it just really inspired me to like learn other languages and also to travel and live in other countries as well yeah that's cool yeah so yeah no it's funny yeah my grandfather your grandmother were the big influences yeah so it's nice so that's what we want to do today wasn't it just share a little bit more about ourselves so of course then we have to ask our listeners to share a little bit about themselves don't we Abby yeah we do yeah we'd love to know yeah, which countries you come from um, and what's like what's special about your country or your culture that you would just love other people to know about? Maybe something that is not so well known. Yeah, it would be great if you could share that with us. Um, yeah. So as always, you're welcome to leave <laughs> us a voice message on Anchor. Um, <laughs> so you'll find the link to do that in the show notes on, on whatever app you're listening to. But if you don't feel confident enough to leave us a voice message, you can also send us a message on Instagram or send us a message in the Facebook group and we'll be so happy to hear from you. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, and of course, um, don't forget, you know, if you want to know a bit more about us, please feel free to ask some questions about us as well. If there's something you've been wanting to know, 
please feel free to ask that too. Yeah, okay. Maybe great. we'll make an episode about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hope you enjoyed it, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on You Don't Say. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a rating on iTunes or if you simply tell a friend, we'd love that too. Sign up for our newsletter and get your free podcast study guide. You can find this in the link in the show notes. Listen out for our next show coming soon.